0: So I've been following this bee lady on Instagram. She's so cool and brave and she goes in front of these hives of bees and says, they're very calm today. I'm going to remove the bee. I'm going to use my bare hands to sift through the bees and look for the queen. So it's built up this false sense of security in me to where as I said, I think I can, I think I can control bees too. So I saw a beehive two days ago, and I went towards it, and the man standing next to me said, hey, careful, there's bees. And I said, these bees look very calm. And I just stared at these bees, and then one of them come out, and it stung me in the eyeball. So anyways, fuck that bee lady. Ladies and gentlemen, Listen, I empathize with this man. Chris Pratt is in pain. Chris Pratt almost lost his vision. Chris Pratt almost died. It was almost death. We almost lost Chris Pratt in 2022. We've lost too many already, and we almost lost Chris Pratt in 2022. Holy shit. I understand this man's pain. I've been waiting all my life for this moment. And Meg says, wait, you have been waiting for Chris Pratt to get stung in the eye by a bee? No, that's not what I was saying. What I'm saying is I've been waiting for this moment all my life because this happened to me. When I was a mere, I don't know, five, six, maybe seven years old, I was outside of the log cabin playing with a metal stick that we had to use to crank the sunroof in our log cabin house to open it when it was nice out because it was that's just how we lived. I don't know, that's what happened. And but I would use the other half of the stick as like a ninja sword, and I would be outside playing because that's what we did when we were kids, we were outside laying and there was a bee nest there was a beehive in the tree and one of them got angry and stung me in the eye i was almost blind i almost lost my eye i almost had an aemon targaryen sapphire eye in this eye right here i'm not even joking it could have been that bad so listen dude i'm just saying chris pratt our prayers, our thoughts, our donations, all of the money left in my bank account is going to this man. He is in need. Send him anything you can, any type of presents or gifts. If you know his address, send it there. Get this man better. Because if we lose Chris Pratt to this beast thing, I'm telling you, I almost die. I almost, I mean, it's not a laughing matter. They're laughing. It's not a laughing matter, okay? No one's laughing anymore. When you get stung in the eye, we're an elite group of people, okay? I mean, he's going to make it. It's only like a 3% chance. We lost Timmy last year. It's fine. But listen, Chris, he's strong. He's tough. He's going to make it. And so I think um, he's going to be part of our group. We're gonna have these. We're gonna invite him to the meetings. We do them on Zoom now, unfortunately. But uh, and so we're gonna invite him in, and he's gonna be part of the, you know, the Sting Association. You know, he's gonna be a part of the B the B I Sting Association, the B E, the B E S A, the B E S A, the Bessas. He's gonna be a Bessa. We're all the Bessas. We're the B I Sting Association survivor. We're the B I Sting Survivor Association. We're the bass, we're the basses, we're the bassa, I don't know, we're going to change the name, but listen, we're, we're people, okay, it's, if you've ever been stung in the eye by a bee, you're now, like, just let us know, we'll send you the link to the Zoom call, we have a meeting every week, there's like 10 of us, and now Chris Pratt's going to be on it, he's going to be, we'll make him the president, so, you know what I mean, it's crazy uh, that we're starting out, we're starting out 2023, hopefully he's going to be okay. I think he's he's recovering now. But man, I mean, if you've ever been... Listen, when I was six, I got stung in the eye. I got stung right in the eye. I was outside playing. Pshoom! Stung right in the eye. I thought I was blind. They thought I was blind. They thought I was going to lose an eye. My dad was like... My dad hit me in the back of my head and told me to go back outside and continue to play. But my mom obviously took me to the doctor's hospital. So I saw this tweet from someone saying... um that their podcast feed was dry this week because everyone went on hiatus. We put like a Christmas episode out and then everyone takes this week off. Um, I was one of them and I was going to skip this week too. But then like there was a bonus episode uh, with Christina that happened. It's out now on Patreon exclusively, patreon.com backslash what are we doing? Check that out. Um, and I was going to use that as episode 71, but it wasn't really episode 71 material. We cut a lot out and there were some things there. So, um, so like, bam, you know what I mean? I stepped up and I wrote this whole bitch. So, welcome to episode 71 of the What Are We Doing podcast. <laughs> Is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Boy, oh boy. You know what I mean? What a a week for crypto bros. Am I right? Okay, listen, you thought SBF and his crank of a girlfriend was having a bad day? Logan Paul woke up this morning and smelled the coffee. You know what I mean? Uh, CoffeeZilla has finished his three-part series uh, on the controversy surrounding CryptoZoo, one of Logan Paul's... NFT, crypto coin, project, scam, rug pool things. Uh, and so, where, you know, in Crypto Zoo's this game where Logan promises it's a game where you make money. Here's him saying it. It's a game. It's a fun, it's a really fun game that makes you money. So, and now from the videos, I do believe Logan, like, here's the thing. I watched all the crypto zoos or all the crypto. I watched all the CoffeeZilla's, right? I watched all Steven's videos. Stephen broke it down. Stephen did like, he did this three-part series. And if you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out. Just search for CoffeeZilla uh, on YouTube. And do I think uh, that Logan Paul, hmm, do I think... Logan Paul is at fault, uh, for a lot of it. Yes. But, uh, there seem to be other players involved behind the scenes that will most likely never be brought to light because they don't have impulsive, the number three podcast in the world, ours being number 19th. Either way, it's the same story, uh, over and over again, right? It's the same, same story over and over again, uh, celebrity social media influencer tells the audience, buy a coin, buy the NFT, buy the dip, buy the crypto zoo eggs. Now people spent tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of their own dollars on the crypto zoo eggs, right? Like Logan Paul's little project, like dude spent, like they said in the interview on the Zoom call, like, and we can confirm because it's the blockchain, we can look up those transactions. Some people spent like 10 grand on these, on these eggs. And then they were going to hatch and like make animals that, that look like this. And it was kind of bad and they weren't really great. Uh, but so they spent a lot, uh, they spent a lot of money and like, it doesn't do anything. Like the game never launched, like half the eggs they can't even do because they bought them one way or something. It's insane that, um, you know, uh, that they can just, they can just do this. And so, um, But like when, when someone who, and so, and so the, the argument here is the argument here is, can we trust these people? And obviously people trust these people. That's why they're influencers because they have influence of over what we do. Right. And so, but, but we don't have any reason to, to doubt them. But when someone who you watch every day has never steered you wrong before, they've never steered you down this path before, right? You trust Logan. Why not? When he's sitting there in the podcast saying, we put a million dollars out of our pocket into this, you believe in him and you think, wow, how about that? I mean, I, I, I bought the merch and guess what? It showed up in the mail. Boom. Boom. Okay, uh, now I'm part of the Maverick Club. Like, I've got the Maverick merch, so I trusted him with my money the first time, uh, and now I'm a part of his monthly club, and I'm subscribed, and so I get perks every month, and I get those. And, like, I follow Logan on all the platforms, and I see his rises, and I see his falls, and he's, I really think, is a genuine guy, and i I see Prime and stores, and it's delicious, and I bought a case once, and I shouldn't have, and, like, you know, why not? And so the reason... What reason did Logan Paul or any other YouTuber or influencer like Lana Rhodes or any other celebrities, Justin Bieber, Jimmy Fallon, Post Malone, they never gave us a reason to not trust them, right? They're people too. And that's like the message that they're getting across with social media and these platforms and their late night shows and everything else that they're people like us and they're on Robinhood and they're on Coinbase and they're getting into crypto and look look at this NFT I got, you should get one too. They've never steered us wrong before until we've gotten to all of this crypto shit. Because all of it seems like, hey, let's build it up, 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 up. And then everyone else loses and we walk away with 1.5, 2 million, 6 million over here that this guy made off a of crypto zoo. You know what I mean? And like, sure, we've never met him in person, right? No one's actually ever met Logan or Jake Paul in person face to face, but you know what I mean? I Like my company did like $10,000 worth of deposits on Christmas morning and I haven't met half my clients face to face, right? So people will send you money. You can get people to trust you over the internet. If you know what you're talking about, you deliver a good product and you back up that product and you continue to work on and back up and build, it's called a business. And that's what these influence are. That's what they're doing, right? It's a business for them. They are the business. We are the business, right? If I'm not a trustworthy guy on the zoom call, the clients aren't sending money that, you know, build it, that, that, that adds up to that amount. Right? So like, they're, they're already establishing this trust with their audience and they've never given us a reason to doubt them until now. Right. But when, and, and, but even when the masses, even when the masses make sense and think about in this way too, when the masses make sense, when I put $5 into Bitcoin, you know, a year ago, and watch it go from $5 to 15 in three months, that's real cool. I've now tripled my money. So what would have happened if I put 5,000 in uh, uh, and let that go? Shit, we could have paid off the car. So now, with someone I trust, because I didn't trust myself to make that investment. There were times in 2020, 2021, maybe not this year, but like the last two years, there were times that we could have invested one, two, three, to four, to five, to $10,000 of real money into these cryptos and the coins and the investments and the Robin Hoods and the stocks and the Coinbase and all this shit, the, the AMCs and the stocks. But I wasn't willing to take that bet. I didn't trust myself to make that bet. But when Logan Paul... Someone who comes out and says, hey, we put a million dollars into this, a million dollars of my own money, my own cash investors, we're, we're putting so much money in this, it's gonna be brand new, it's a game, you get, the, you get the eggs and you buy the zoo tokens and you you get an egg and then you hatch it and then they they mate and then you get like a an NFT of a monkey with the picture of a cat on its face. You know what I mean? And then those will be worth so much money. And then if you burn them, you can earn more tokens, zoo tokens. And when it goes up, like the price of that will go up and then your NFTs will be worth more and you make more money when you play the game. And so then we're like, holy shit, here's 10 grand. And it's easy. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you invest? You know what I mean? But so far, much like the rest of the crypto market, we're looking at a serious rug pull. And I don't think Logan has responded to Steven over at CoffeeZilla. Um, I see they've, they've exchanged emails and it's basically just a standoff of shows like, hey, you come on CoffeeZilla. Hey, you come on Impulsive and Steven's like, no, I'm not going on Impulsive. And Logan's like, well, no, I'm not going on CoffeeZilla. Like, come on my platform. Like, you know what I mean? I, I Maybe something's happening now. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll look into it. So they might be talking now. I don't know. But the the allegations are as simple as this. Uh, Pretty much everyone involved, the team at CryptoZoo, they all put a little bit of money in, um, and they all pretty much took a bunch more out. Uh, Millions, six million, two million here, a million there. You know what I mean? It's insane. Um, I know that I think Logan uh, and maybe Jake Paul is in a class action lawsuit for his crypto stuff right now. I'm not even sure. Um, but, uh, all I know is, um, a lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and basically right now, my advice to you, and this is not financial advice, but if you have investments in any other crypto or NFT or digital assets, um that aren't uh bitcoin or ethereum get it out get it out now and i wouldn't i wouldn't rely on any software either uh robin hood or coinbase get a physical drive i don't know i think they're cheap now get something get like a ledger or something i don't know i don't know much about it because i'm out i'm done i can't do it anymore and it's it's insane dude that that um we're we're just un- uncovering all of this and it's it's all coming out now because it's like you know we don't necessarily know what accounts they're using and pulling from like it's they're kind of hard to track down but once you figure out who it is and where it goes and follow the money trail uh Steven over at Coffeezilla does a, an amazing job of that so check him out um we'd love to have him on this show can we get can we get Steven on this show and I can't really think of a better Oh, better, better is not the right word. Better, I couldn't think of a more honest, a more genuine, a more sincere man to speak on this exact topic and give his honest opinion on like, you know, how Logan Paul is essentially a scam artist and doesn't care about his fans, Andrew Tate like Logan Paul does to his fans. He's a fucking Mm -hmm. scumbag, the clown. The dudes he's a person who doesn't care about his fans. He just wants to make as much money as possible off the back of people who watch him. It's different with me. Uh I genuinely want every single Tate fan, anybody who listens to what I say, to have an improved life. Mm -hmm. I want their life to be better for listening to me, whether it's in their relationship or whether it's Mm -hmm. in their physical stature or their financial capability. The idea of a 16 year old spending their last money on a coin because I said so Mm -hmm. and them losing money would bother me at night. Crypto is, this is what most people don't even understand about the crypto market is player versus player. You can only sell it for $10 after buying it for a dollar because someone's buying it at $10. Someone is out to lose. So you can't launch a coin and nobody lose. This is why I haven't launched a crypto. I can make $10 billion today if I launched a crypto, but I refuse to do it because people are going to lose under my name. Um, I recant. I recant everything I've said. Um, I think he was right. I think he might have been right. Jeepers creepers, he's right. Hot take, Andrew Tate has been right this entire time. Andrew Tate was right the entire time. No? Look at his Twitter. What are you saying? Go to his Twitter. Oh, here we go. He just posted, um, hello at Greta Th- he just? When did he post? Oh, yes, okay. Hello at Greta Thunder. Oh, he's talking to uh, Greta Thunberg. Great. Hello at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W16 8.0 liter quad turbo. I probably just butchered that and all the car dudes in the comments are going to destroy me and I can't wait. Here we go. I'm going to butcher some more. My two Ferrari 812 uh, Comp and T-Zone have a 6.5 liter V12. Uh, That's just a start. Please provide me with your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection uh, and their respective enormous emissions. And so, uh, um, uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, responded, yes, please do enlighten me, email me at, and then she put her email here, small dick energy at getalife Uh, and so, you know what I mean? Uh, Greta Thunberg is an autistic, uh, climate activist who's been seen with the likes of the president, other figures who spread awareness and like on climate change and, um, newsflash Greta, uh, but the climate's always changing and we always have known that. And so I'm sure it'll change again in five years when we're all 40% electric, right? And we all own electric vehicles, but, um, it makes sense. And so Andrew Tate who's a grown ass man, uh, went to Twitter to bully, um, a teenage autistic girl, uh, over, um, how many cars he has. Um, and then she basically fucking Hulk smashed him into the ground. Okay. Um, When I tell you that, like, Andrew Tate needs to literally go home, sell one of his Lamborghinis to literally pay for uh, Greta Thunberg and uh, give her her own Denny's franchise because she hit him with the ultimate grand slam, okay? $8.99, well, $13.99 with inflation. She took his ass to Denny's, okay? And so, and now, uh, and now we're getting word uh, that way. Okay. So, and so what happens then is, um, Andrew doesn't like it because this goes viral. And so we're all retweeting it. We're all talking about it in the group chat. We're all discussing that, that, you know, this, this young little girl is teenage girl. All she cares about is the economy and the environment and, you know, making trees green and shit. And here we have, uh, you know, kingpin, kickboxing, world champion fighter, social media influencer, women beater, Andrew Tate. And he, um, you know, is trying to pick a fight for no reason. And I don't know why. Uh, there's, there's no, I don't know why, why he tweeted this uh, to begin with. I'm not sure. Maybe we can find out. But um, he did, and she responded, and then it went it, explosive. Uh, small Dick energy at no one gives a shit.com is probably one of the greatest responses ever. I don't know if she gave it directly. It sounds like a mom and dad response, uh, or, you know, PR team, but, uh, you know what I mean? It's fun. And so, um, so then Andrew got a little pissy piss. And so what does Andrew do when he gets a little pissy-piss is he uh, He goes to his Instagram and he makes a video. And in the video, uh, he's like, yo, homie, bring me a pizza. Someone bring me a pizza. And you know what? Don't. Uh, here, we have a clip. It's right here. Please bring me pizza and uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. And so he's like, yo, just don't make sure we don't recycle the box. As a, like another stab at like another stab at, at the teenagers at the autistic teenage girl's ego. We're just gonna stab her one more time by not recycling that pizza box. Um, but it's great because you know why? Because that pizza box had the address and the name of the Romanian pizza company that he ordered it from, which incoherently gave the local police and authorities the information and the warrant that they needed to go arrest him and his brother. so they were uh, you know they were arrested and they were arrested for um, you know the human trafficking and all the, all the other stuff that they were accused of. and isn't that great? Is't that fantastic and shouldn't that teach you a lesson? Shouldn't that teach you a lesson out there when you mess with teenagers online? Bad things happen to you. When you're mean to teenagers online, you'll get arrested. You know what I mean? And so here's what I need. I've decided I need $15,000, okay? We need $15,000 cash, and I think to accomplish that, we would only need what? How many? 13,000 Patreons next year. Can we get 13,000 Patreons next year? I think we can. We've got three not 3000. We've got like one, like zero, one, two, three. That's how many we have. Okay. So we need to go from there. We need to go from three to 13,000. So we need 13,000 more. So we have 13,003 in total, and we can definitely get that next year. Like it's a dollar dude. Patreon.com backslash. What are we doing? It's a dollar. Okay. Um, so this is what we need. And this is what we need it for. <sighs> oh, it's glorious. Absolutely fantastic. We need $15,000 and here's why. There are many dog lovers in the world and most of them express their love for canines by owning a dog or two, you know what I mean? Volunteering, going to the park, petting them, loving them on Instagram, following them on Instagram. That's the normal shit. Uh, they own one, but that wasn't enough for this Japan man. His name's Taco. Okay. And ever since he was a child, he's been dreaming, just dreaming of becoming an animal. And now that he's an adult, he's got what we call adult money. So he went to his local shop and spent 2 million yen. 2 million yen is about $15,000 here in the U S uh, to make his dream a reality and bought a hyper-realistic human-sized collie costume, you heard that right, he spent $15,000 on a hyper-realistic, human-sized collie costume. Taco has a YouTube channel with videos of him as a dog, but when it comes to his identity, he keeps that a secret. He explained to the mirror, rarely, Luba. what are you doing? Taco has a YouTube channel, okay. The dog, mm. the man as a dog has a YouTube channel. And so, um, the man dressed as a dog has a YouTube channel. The man dressed as a dog has a YouTube channel. Um, Taco has a YouTube channel. Oh boy. Of course he does. It's 2022. Taco has a YouTube channel with videos of him as a dog, but when it comes to his identity, he keeps it a secret. He explained to the mirror, I rarely tell my friends because I'm afraid they'll think I'm weird. You think? Uh, As for a few he did tell, my friends and family seemed very surprised to learn I became an animal. Okay, so he's afraid his friends are gonna make fun of him, rightly so, because we would, and we are. And that's exactly what would have happened. So he's correct on one. He's correct on doing one thing right in his life. And so, um, but the people we did tell were rather surprised. You know what I mean? As they should be, as they should be. And so here's, um, here's a video. Here's a video. And today we're playing table tennis. Oh my God. Okay, so there's a man in there. Wait. There's a man in here. And there's, oh my God. Oh, he's rolling over. Oh, my God, he's rolling. Oh, he's waving. Okay, and he has the ping-pong paddle. The dog's playing ping-pong. The dog's playing ping-pong. Loubug, you can't even play ping-pong. You can't even not shit in the house, let alone play ping-pong. This dog plays ping-pong. But there's a man in the, So there's a man. Oh, my God, they're playing ping-pong. Okay. Oh, he's doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps trying Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Oh, this is when you realize this is, this is what, this, this is. Oh, my God. Okay. The dog is playing ping pong. (laughs) Oh, God. This dog doesn't, oh, God. Yeah. Buck you don't do shit but piss me off all day, but you're telling me. Listen, you're telling me if I spent 15 grand of my business's money that I could use that, I could use it to just become my own dog? Get rid of this useless dog and just get my own and be my own dog. I'll just be my own dog, right? And like the ping pong, we're still playing ping pong. When you realize the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Albert Einstein. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, oh, we're tired. Okay, we're tired. Good night. All right. So, you know, um, hmm. Taco chose a collie because it's his favorite breed of dog. He enlisted a Japanese company, Zeppit to create it for him. Zeppit, which typically makes uh ext- extensive models for movies, took over 40 days to fabricate Taco's collie. Uh, they discuss their process saying we collect photographs taken from various angles so that the beautiful coat of the collie can be produced and uh, devised so that the coat will flow naturally. Um, so this is what furries do now, huh? I it's bad enough. It's bad enough. We have Joe Rogan spewing misinformation about litter boxes in the kids bathrooms in the elementary schools. You know what I mean? It's bad enough that that's happening. Um, but now we're taking the whole furry thing. See, I thought furries were like with the the big heads, the things that you get from Walmart, like, and then you put the suit on, like, and it looks fake. I didn't think we were doing the real shit yet, but I guess this is what we're doing now. Like, this is the extent, like he would win first place every time at the furry convention. Like, this is what we're doing. Okay. So I'm in. I want one. I already told Megs this is my new dream. And so I want a human-size Frenchie costume. I want a French bulldog human-size costume. And I'm going to wear it. And I'm going to walk around with it. And I'm going to make YouTube videos. And I mean, look, the damn dog has more subscribers than we do. The dog has more subscribers than we do on YouTube. And so... You know what I mean? If, you, if you're telling me that what I need to do is spend 15 grand on a life-size dog costume and then record this podcast, I'll do it. I'll do it. If it takes us from five hundred to $500,000, i will get the costume and I'll, I'll, I will do the podcast with the dog costume on if that's what it takes. If that's what it takes. And so, um, you know what I mean? So I guess 2023, March 2023, here we come. Uh, we're going full dog on this podcast. And the comments, of course, of course, because this is the issue, right? This is the issue. The the, the, the dog human, right, is, is in Japan. He's a Japan man. And so where if they found out who he was, they would probably lock him up and his family would probably never see him again. Uh, but... America's got a hold of the story and so the comment section is exactly what you would expect exactly what you would expect it to be from a bunch of sickos over here in America okay many commenters on tacos videos are moved by them oh and and his pronouns of course are they them I believe it's they them or the proper right that's what it says Many commenters on Taco's videos are moved by them, writing things like, you inspire us to fulfill our dreams too, and I hope I become the animal I wanna be as well. You're an inspiration to all of us. Others encourage him to uh, not be so secretive about his passion, saying, don't be nervous to tell people. Don't be nervous for people seeing you. You're just a guy with a quirky hobby. There's nothing wrong with that. And so now we're supporting him. And you know, what I'm most excited about is the open arms and positivity that I will finally have in life. You know, because it's been nothing but like eat lead paint, you sound like a woman, blah 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 All the shit that you guys post in the comment section, like, oh, I looked up, I thought it was a girl, but I saw you, bro, but you know what I mean? Like, sucker all my life. It's And so once I get my dog suit, I'm finally going to be getting comments like, you know, you go, boy, and, like, I can't wait to, you know, like, I can't wait for you to meet my dog, Levi. Like, you're a dog now. Like, you know, how fantastic would we all actually, like, how fantastic of a life would we all actually live if we all had dog suits? And now, holy shit, um, the dog is... The dog is going outside. He's going outside for a walk and his owner has put the leash on and the dog is going outside. Listen, what we also have to remember, what we also have to remember here is that um, this is a, a human uh, in a dog costume uh, and that means there's another human. Like someone else is there filming, someone else is putting the leash on the dog like taking them outside, like there's someone helping this person. So that means there's actually two people on the planet that need like smacked in the face. And so the person uh, who agreed to film, like they better be compensated. I mean, it's clearly not gonna be with sex, but like hopefully they're compensated with something Uh, money, like yen. I mean, clearly we've got 2 million yen to blow on the dog costume, so hopefully the filmer's at least getting something per video. You know what I mean? Because the YouTube channel seems to be on and popping. We were all bullied as kids, right? No? No, not everyone. Okay, well, I was. And so as a child, listen, as a child, in middle school, I think, or elementary school, or intermediate school, they gave us like a school in between Middle school and elementary. It was weird. I don't know. I think it was middle school. Uh, I would sit with the kids who I thought were my friends at the lunch table. And so it seemed like every day that I chose to sat there with them instead of like by myself in the bathroom or in a corner in the hallway somewhere. Um, because I didn't really have anyone to sit with because I didn't have any friends when I actually like chose to be social and decided like, "Mm, maybe I should try having friends. And I think maybe these are my friends. I would sit with them. And every time I decided to do that, it was game day. And every time I sat with them on game day, it was dead arm day. And every time I sat with them and that we played dead arm on dead arm day, I would always go first. So everyone would go around the table, Right. Um, and they would just punch me in the arm because I was first, we would go around the table, everyone would punch me in the arm. And then it was up to me to say, Hey, my arm's numb. Uh, and to see how long I would last. And the, the person who lasts the longest would win. And so I would just go, I would block it out. I'd be like, Oh, fuck you. It doesn't hurt. But I mean, it hurt like shit. Like I was crying. Like I it was tears in my eyes. Like I was getting punched in the arm multiple times. And so, you know what I mean? And so, like, you know, like, the only time we had in the cafeteria, I'm just trying to eat my cheese dunker sticks. You know what I mean? I'm trying to eat my cheese dunker sticks and the cold marinara sauce. And, like, you know, it's crazy because every time we played two and every time I was like, okay, guys, that's it. We're finally done. Boop. Lunch was over. And we only ever had time for one round. We only ever had time for one round. And so I would always play. And, I mean, I would always win, clearly, because I was only the one participating. So I won You know what I mean? And so I was bullied all through um, high school even. And the issue was I was popular with the girls in high school and their boyfriends, uh, the kids in the mechanic shops, uh, didn't really like me. And so um, when we went on our senior trip, I told the story, you know what I mean? uh all the guys we met in like one hotel room they're like hey we should put the boxing gloves on who should box and the tough kid jack was like yo i'll box and you know his muscle like on the, on his left arm at that time was like this big as big as my head and on his other arm it was the same size And so, um, you know, they were like, who should he box? And everyone was like, yo, Levi. And so they picked me. And so I boxed him. And so it took him exactly 0.4 seconds, uh, for me to just immediately cover my face because I didn't want to bleed my face or have any visible markings. Like, so no one would know that this would ever happen. And, um, and then I fell to the ground. And so it was about three minutes of him just beating me on the ground until everyone was like, yo, all right, yeah, that's enough. You got to get off. him. like, get off, get off. I immediately stood up, took the gloves off, said, yo, that was lit, walked out, ran to the hotel pool, contemplated my life, cried by the pool for about 20 minutes. Everyone came and found me later and was like, yo, you're a champ, whatever. They tried to cheer me up, whatever. But like, yo, bullied all my life. OK, um, you know what I mean? And but my sister, my sister, on the other hand, my sister was the bully in like middle school. I'm almost positive the reason that the school in our hometown has like a no place for hate anti-bullying program was because of my sister. Like, I'm pretty sure like the our school district in our hometown didn't have a problem with bullying until my sister showed up. Uh, And so, um, yeah, they, uh, like, it was an issue to the point now where my sister would now bully my now fiance uh, to the point where, like, Sandy Dunkel drove her over to the house and was like, hey, here's my daughter. She bullied your daughter. She's going to apologize to your face now and never do it again because we understand it's not right, right? And so like, it was a whole thing. Um, so like, you know, we've been dealing with bullying in the family, uh, for, for a while now. So now a teenager in Michigan, uh, is finally resting knowing that her cyber bully would be behind bars soon enough. Okay. For over a year, Julia and her uh then boyfriend were being cyberbullied, okay? Like we're talking nasty Facebook comments, the DMs on Instagram, threats, nasty words, text messages. Like like the issue is, here's the issue. These teenagers when they get to a certain age, they get nasty. Okay? They get real nasty. I've dealt with it in the family of my little brother and sister. Like, we watched that. We raised them, grow up into teen- teenagers, me and my sister. We got nasty, okay? And so, um, uh, you know, I mean, these kids, they will say, like, the most off-the-wall shit to each other. Like, nothing's off-limits. They'll tell each other to jump off a building, and, like, they will have no remorse to do so. And so... um, Uh, you know, in social media, like the internet hasn't helped because before we could just go outside, we would get maybe a text message when we started teenaging. And then like, it kind of started, but like, we weren't really worried about that at the time. We were just trying to like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up to like anyone and everyone, because we were trying to use unlimited texting. You know what I mean? Like we weren't trying to bully each other like all that much, but like it started around that time. And so, um, you know, uh, before it like took effort and like presence and time and patience to bully someone, you know what I mean? Like you think, like you think, I don't know exactly what bus my bully got onto and then avoided that path at the end of the day in the sixth grade, like every day, Every day after the sixth grade, I took the long way around the building because it directly avoided the bus and the path that my bully walked from his locker to his bus. So I wouldn't see him one last time. I was always the last one on the bus because it took me so long to get there. But I avoided him every time because I'm smart. You know what I mean? Like it took efforts to bully back then, but now they can just send an Instagram DM and be like, yo, you're atrocious and it's game over for them. You know what I mean? So, um, Julia and her boyfriend at the time were just getting hit with comments and emails and DMS for a year for a straight year. So naturally, uh, Julia's mother and the boyfriend and, uh, the boyfriend's mom. So the boyfriend's mom and Julia's mother talked to the school and they opened an investigation. And so, you know, um, these words, the words are hurtful and it must be stopped. And the school has like, you know, they give the kids iPad, their laptops or whatever. And so they took the harmful messages and the school traced them. And they found that these messages weren't coming from a device that the school issued. So the school can now no longer do anything with the investigation. So now it's time to get the local police involved. Now we have to submit like the, the all the evidence and the stuff to the local police. And I mean, like some of these messages, some of these messages were mean. They were very hurtful. Like, here's one. Like the one message said, I don't like the color of your binder. That's what it says. It says it right here. This, this other message that she got on Instagram, this DM says, your hair looked mid last week. And uh, what's this other one here? They have another one here. Stop posting on Instagram. You only get 3,900 people to like your photo. I mean, talk about hate. Talk about hateful comments. It's disgusting. I mean, stuff like that, it's destroying the psyches of our youth. So the school opened an investigation. They determined that the device sending these horrid messages was not coming from the school. So the next logical steps is to involve the local police. And you know what's absolutely hilarious about this is I was threatened once. I was threatened once via Facebook. I was threatened once by a hometown hero that everyone knows in our town. If I said his name, you'd know who he is. And uh, the message was like, hey, I'm sitting two miles away, I'm about to snipe you in the head with my rifle. And, like, you know, something along those lines. So I went ahead and I dialed 911. And they said, hey, man, what's your emergency? And I said, hey, ma'am, um, I just got my life threatened by someone who was recently in the military. And he says he has a rifle two miles away and that he's ready to pull the trigger. What should I do? And they said, oh, well, sir, listen, I don't think he really means it. It's probably not a thing. It's just... We're gonna tell him to calm down, and if this problem continues, maybe we'll we'll figure it out later, sir. Listen, sir, it's nothing to be worried about. This is what they told me. I'm standing on and on the phone with the speakerphone in my mother's kitchen with my mother standing right beside me. The 911 police officer says, "Sir, it's nothing to worry about." The kid messaged me and said he's two miles away with a rifle, and there's nothing to worry about. So, um they uh, didn't do anything. So the moms got the police, uh, the FBI involved. So the FBI is now hunting down for the last four months, these cyber bullies for Julia and her boyfriend, Julia, all of her friends, her boyfriend, they're all getting cyber bullied by the same person. And no one knows who it is. No one's fessing up. So the Federal Bureau of Investigation, my tax dollars are now at work. So now I'm invested. They're now hunting down the whereabouts of the cyberbullies for the two teenagers that fall in love forever. They broke up? Okay, they broke up, but that's besides the point. The FBI is now looking uh, for what we assume is another teenager, right? right. You know what I mean? Who's going to cyberbully these kids? Probably one of their friends, someone they don't like, another bully, whatever. And so the FBI uncovers and drafted 380 pages of nothing but filth and garbage that was sent to these kids. These hateful comments and messages like, oh my God, your hair looks okay today. You know what I mean? Like it's something just, they're so mean to each other. It's crazy. I mean, so... Uh, these social media comments that the cyber bullies left for Julia and her now ex-boyfriend back then, according to the Oakland Press, the harassing messages began in early 2021 and seemed to be coming from a person as the same age as Julia uh, and her friends, using slang terms and shorthands commonly associated with texting like OMG, LOL, JK, IDTS, you know what I mean? I don't know. IDK, right? Local authorities struggled to trace the original source of the messages, which seemed to always come from the same location as the teenagers. What? Uh, whenever they traveled, so too apparently did their online stalker. So it's probably one of the friends in the group. When the FBI's computer crime division joined the investigation, now we got multiple divisions on it. However, they were able to utilize their own computer tracing resources and discovered that the cyber bully had been using a virtual private network VPN to change their locations and hide their IP addresses. Hey, the cyber bully probably went to wadpod.com. Backslash VPN and got a free month of VPN services through ExpressVPN on the What Are We Doing podcast. Isn't that fun? Listen, if you want to hide your identity when cyberbullying a teenager, look no further than ExpressVPN. I'm joke. I'm joking. It was a joke. Listen, this is what the FBI said. This is what the FBI said. In doing so. It would shield her and kind of cloak her identity or her digital identity, explaining uh, to the Isabella County prosecutor. But eventually, we were able to see that her IP address was popping in and out right before and right after these messages were going through. Bam! They got her. So, The FBI had a trace on the number and the IP addresses on the phone. And what the idiot cyber bully didn't know is that the way a VPN works is it only masks your VP. It only masks your identity when like your internet service provider, like Verizon or Apple or whatever looks at it. But when the FBI gets in your ass, they can see every little piece of evidence. So they found the real IP address of the device of the cyber bully. And um, they discovered that it was none other than Julia's mother. For a year and a half, for the last year and a half, this woman's not only been helping the investigation, but Julia's mother has continued, she has continued and has been sending kill yourself text messages and other negative shit to her own daughter, her boyfriend, and a handful of her friends. I mean, when confronted, the bitch made a full confession. So Julia's mom fully confessed uh, and said, yeah, it was me. And so we're thinking, what, death penalty? I mean, when... Listen, we all have crazy mothers, okay? Mine leaves me voicemails of Whitney Houston song. Bill's mom convinces uh, his children they're going to hell if they don't do what grandma says. And Crystal's mom sends like the dankest memes via group chat like every 20 minutes. They're like getting shit. They're, they literally got a meme like this on Christmas day. You know what I mean? But, you know, and it, honestly, if I find out, if I found out that my mom was cyber-stalking and cyber-bullying me and my friends, I'd set her car on fire, right? But, like, okay, but let's not put all the blame on the mom. Maybe Julia and her friends deserve it. Maybe they were spoiled little rich kids and they had an attitude. I don't know. I'm just trying to put it all together. I'm just trying to figure it out, okay? Maybe Julia wasn't such a princess after all. I don't know. Um, you know, but, but the mom, listen, the mom, the mom probably saw a video of bad baby and thought, Hmm, how the fuck do I get my daughter to hate me that much? Get her on the Dr. Phil show, send her to a ranch where they mentally abuse her for three months. And then she'll turn into a pop star rap queen who on her 18th birthday blew through a million only fan subscribers who is now worth $20 million. So she can pay all my bills and buy me a Lambo truck. Let's cyberbully her for a year and all of her friends too. Why not? Let's do it. Julia's mom was let go on a bullshit $5,000 bond uh, and is set to serve 10 years in prison. But as of right now, they're not even sure that she's got enough evidence to take it to trial. So listen, if she makes it to trial, she's guilty on all accounts. She'll get out in three and four years on good behavior. Um, and if they don't make it to trial, she still has to live with the fact, uh, you know, when Julia turns 18, she'll have to live a life where, you know, her mom pretty much went on all of her Instagram posts. And, you know, every time that Julia now posts on Instagram, she's going to be worried that she's going to get a comment from someone that says, meh, 8.9 out of 10. And then like in fear that it's her own mother, you know, it's insane it's an insane story to happen this year. And I mean, this year, boy, this year's coming to a wrap. So, I mean, personally, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy, dude. It's been a crazy year. I mean, personally, like in the beginning of the year in March, my sister got married in Mexico. We got drunk in Mexico. Um, of course, Megs and I got engaged a few months later. Um, and, you know, one of, one of the biggest personal accomplishments this year as like a household, I mean, Listen, Meg's does 90% of the work here. Meg's does 90% of the work. I covered maybe 10% of this, so Meg's really does deserve all the credit. Um, we got a little surprise in the inbox yesterday um, from our friends over at Jimmy John's, and they did a Jimmy John's raps. And so it turns out, uh, you know, much like your Spotify rap tells you how many like songs you listen to, how many Uh, you know, how many uh, playlists you have and how many podcasts you downloaded and how many subscribers and this and that. So Jimmy John's did the same thing and they told us, you know, like, what your favorite snack was this year. Ours was chips. How many inches of subs? We're proud to say that Meg's, Consumed 468 inches of Jimmy John subs this year. Now, again, I've only done 10% of this work. I only order it like, you know, one time out of 10. So Meg's really does deserve all the credit. She consumed 468 inches of Jimmy John subs this year, almost 500 inches of dick, I mean, subs. And so, um, you know what I mean? We're proud of her. And listen, our goal for next year. And our goal for next year is like, is 600 plus. We're trying to meet, we're trying to hit the 600 inch mark. We're trying to hit 600 inches of subs at Jimmy John's in 2023. Um, And, uh, you know, in case you were wondering as well, uh, 500 inches of subs at Jimmy John's in one year is equivalent to about $800. Let that one sink in. So, you know what I mean? Our goal for 2023 is about 600 inches and mark my words, I think we're going to make it happen. I think we're going to make it happen. And, dude, I mean, so the guest this year on the podcast, I mean, we just, just starting out the year. I mean, uh, we started out the year with Los from the 280 Plus podcast. Shout it out. We'll probably have him back on the podcast the same time next year. We'll probably schedule that out. He'll probably be back next year. We had Los. Um, we had Los on. We had uh, we had TKO. He came and did the Hot Ones challenge. Um, we definitely need to have him back on. We've got more stuff to talk about. We had Kodak on um, a few times. We had um, Christina was on last week. We had Paul. We had Scott. We had um, we had a few other friends. We had um, of course we had Tim twenty minutes on. Uh, so we, we've we've had the, a number of guests this year, and we, we can't I can't thank um, I can't thank you all enough uh, for coming on, supporting this show, sharing the clips, doing what you can to help us out. And so not only are we going to have all those people back on next year, we're going to double that list, I think, uh, number of people. I've got more podcast appearances coming up next year, so be on the lookout for that. So we'll get them on. I'll go on there. You know what I mean? So we're, we've we got a lot of pieces moving uh, from now into 2023. And I mean, this podcast, we reach milestones, the Patreon, we've got members there, we've got accepted in the ad program for Spotify. So this year alone, I think we made like $150 thanks to you guys. Um, and we're just going to reinvest that back into the show to maybe get more guests or equipment or whatever. And so, um, you know, we can't thank the guests and the audience and the people listening enough for coming through, doing the bonus episodes, the Better Call Paul episodes, the the holiday episode that's out on Patreon now. I mean, there's so much out there. So join, check the links in the description below if you haven't done any of that. And I mean, pop culture-wise this year, I mean... I mean, there's so much to talk. I mean, there's so much to say. I mean, the slap, listen, we all thought the slap was fake. We all thought the slap was fake. We saw the picture of like the half, the fake mask thing he was wearing. We thought maybe he embraced himself. No, dude, reel out the gate. We're still feeling the repercussions of the slap, okay? Will Smith's movie didn't do great. No, it didn't. And his, uh, he's not doing good socially, I don't think. So he hasn't really come back from that. So we'll see what he does in 2023. We've got Kanye coming in 2023, I'm sure. Um, Elon Musk, who knows what he's doing with Twitter in 2023. That's going to be a roller coaster. Andrew Tate, I think, latest update, dee I think he's out of jail now. So we'll see if he comes back at Greta on that. Who knows where that case is going. Um, you know what I mean? 2023 is looking bright for so many celebrities. You know what I mean? And for the What do We in podcast, that's A-OK with me because that just means more topics. That just means more content for you guys. You know what I mean? Listen, this has been the final episode of the What Are We Doing podcast for the year 2022. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. There's a bonus episode on Patreon right now featuring Christina that we filmed on Christmas night. We're all a little drunk, little tips. And so you can go watch that there. Um, Be sure to like, subscribe on this channel, on this podcast. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me this year. Listen, I was going to skip this week, and I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad I brought you this news, this information, this entertainment. My name is Levi McCurdy. This is the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys for 2022. I will see you in the first week of 2023. It's going to be an awesome year. We've got things coming down the pipeline that no one's even ready for. I'm not ready for it, let alone anyone who's watching. So get ready, guys, and uh, I can't wait. I hope you have a happy new year, happy holidays. Celebrate, drive safe, use an Uber code, download the app, use a new email, make a thing, get a free ride, do something. Do not drive this weekend. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. It's 2023, baby, and I can't wait. Peace out, everybody. Have a great one. Is the, what are we doing podcast?